Just another stupid podcast. Oh, wait. Gotta wait, wait for the sound effects. Oh, this Does is this have the sound effects? Sound effect. Oh, we can do the sound effects one. Well, that's right. This is the full MIDI. Fun oh, trivia. MIDI. I'm going to do MIDI-ous. fun trivia. Do you know that entire song was written in MIDI format? <laughs> no, but that's cool. The entire song. Nice. Because the guitar bad. part is, like hard to, is really hard to play. It was written in what? MIDI. It's written oh. in MIDI, t- MIDI tones. Nice. And the guy who wrote it, like, fought the, the studio to say, you've got to have a, you've got to have this full Ring. theme, because nobody will remember a 10-second intro. It's like yeah. every single show does now, other mm. than, you know, yeah, cool shows that we watch, like uh, uh, Daredevil. Daredevil yeah. has a full, yeah. all the Marvel ones do. What else does? Uh, anyway, who cares? <laughs> Along with all the sound effects. On X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. that's the other reason this is cool. It explains all the characters. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It has nuclear explosions. And the show is not dumbed down Explosion. for children. That show is awesome. Explosions. Explosions. Oh, I have yucky explosions. I like Cyclops' little blaster. I like your little blaster there. <laughs> Jubilee. The original Princess Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that we've Wee! nerded out about music, yeah, for a while, play it again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Later, Jim. I mean, Dana. Would you call me Jim? I don't know. <laughs> because we were talking about we were talking, we were about, talking about Star McCoy. Trek. McCoy <laughs> talking to Kirk. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. I'm not a bricklayer. Okay, we're I'm not, not talking medieval. about I'm... Star Trek. <laughs> Yes, we are. I just finished watching a shore leave episode where they go to that amusement planet that creates all the stuff that they imagine. Oh, Try, yeah. It tries to that kill was, them. Yep. That was a bizarre episode. And of course, every, everybody's like dying from what they imagine. And of course, yeah. Captain Kirk imagines abroad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Dr. McCoy that got anyway. stabbed by the white knight? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got two he's got two ladies at the end of that. He does. <laughs> two ladies. Yeah, he does. Like, I, got damn, ladies. I got two girls. He does. <laughs> ladies. Indian Dude, women were uh super hot. Like they had some really hot women on that show in Well it's LA. Ni- mm-hmm. nineteen sixty nine. <laughs> yes. Well, Gene 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 Ronberry was a uh bit, was of, a bit of a man. womanizer. <laughs> that was because of Oh, Gene was Ronberry. he? Yeah. Was a ladies man. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can thank Gene Gene Ronberry for yeah, that. Yeah, he probably knew knew a few of them. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> but yes, you're not wrong. Well, you know, it's 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 not like anybody in Hollywood has ever traded sexual favors for a role on anything, you know. Definitely <laughs> not. Perish the thought. Let's hope it does not go on at the uh Marvel Studios in the uh, uh, that's Mouse Mouse Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> I, I, oh, I hope man. it doesn't. 
But we're talking so, about Fox today. Yes. Yes. The last Fox, X-Men. which Fox. which is which is technically owned by the mouse now. So yeah, this does it. Yeah. So this I, actually it, does end Fox's run of movies. Oh, okay. Yes, it does. From Marvel. It does, but gotcha. the mouse does own this. They they distributed this yes. movie. Yes. And they threw they, in an Easter egg. And oh. I totally didn't catch it, but I read it on the interwebs because the interwebs tell me things. Um, I was on the internet um, and play, I found this. Play, play the, the sound effect before you. What? Spoiler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to talk about X Men, Dark Phoenix, guys. I don't know. Where's your spoiler button? Oh, my God. Spoilers! 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 Okay, spoilers. now you can explain spoilers. the Easter egg that none of us caught. Yes. Yeah, because I didn't catch an Easter egg either. I didn't was either. I didn't was either. It a Disney Easter egg? It was. It was from. Um. It was from Disney. They. Uh, Disney. So at the very end of the movie. Yes. When uh, everyone is captured in the train. Yes. The squad that is protecting the mutants or hauling them off to wherever. Yeah. They. Um. On their sleeves it says MCU. It's supposed to be like. Uh, Marvel control unit or uh, uh, mutant control unit. Yeah. I guess in the comics oh. it was called mutant control. Okay. Academy or association or. Okay. Blah, 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 so they down. basically put MCU on the thing because they're taking over. Yeah. And they, it was kind of like, <laughs> they're like the, the article I read was like, Oh, there is kind of symbolic that they have all the mutants on the train and they're taking them. And then all of a sudden they release them uh-huh. and it's the coolest scene you've ever seen in a mutants movie. Yes, was, that is very that true. And shining part of the part of the movie right there. And guess what? That was all refilmed last year. The reshoot. Oh, yeah. really? So that yep, was not that, part that of the entire. Movie? Yeah, yeah. That entire train scene yep. was the reshoots that pushed the production back on this so much. Well, thank God. Thank you. Isn't that interesting? Thank you, Disney and Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> For so, fixing Fox's stupidity. Somebody at Marvel watched. Well, the, okay, uh, hang on the, a second. Movie, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to. I'm going to come to the defense of this movie for a brief second because oh. I can already tell where you guys are. No, no, oh, no, 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 do not, no, do no. not, do not. You assume too much. You assume way too much. Because, do you know why there was reshot? Because Simon Simon Kinberg. Yeah, yeah, I want the talk guy about that him. the guy that directed this and was helping out with the writing. Uh, he was a this writer. is his. This is his first major film direct. This is his first film. Okay. The only thing he's directed prior to this was apparently an episode of the Twilight Zone, the new relaunch of Twilight Zone. So this is the first movie he's ever directed. Yes, but he has written a few movies. Perhaps you have heard of some of these, not to mention some of the Twilight Zone episodes. Star Wars Rebels. A handful of episodes. Wow. X-Men Apocalypse. Nice. Uh, Wait a minute. He wrote the Apocalypse movie? Yes. Well, okay. the Interesting. the most recent Fantastic Four. So, Mark X. <laughs> yeah, sadly. <laughs> uh, the X-Men Days of Future Past. That Yay! was a good one, too. Which, <laughs> that's a great one. That was pretty But uh, Sherlock Ow. Holmes, the first one. Which one? The first oh, one. Oh, the first uh, Robert Downey one? Yeah. R.D.J. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, that's a good movie. I too. like that. Yeah. Mo- I like that movie. Here's another X, X Men: The Last Stand. Oh, which yeah. is he said. I I read an interview where he said he was actually really um, interested in kind of redoing the Phoenix plot because he didn't think that one worked so well. Yeah, good call, genius. Oh, which by the way, I have a uh, 
I have a sound effect <laughs> well, to play you know for what? that. Wait, wait, I have a sound effect. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch! <laughs> okay, I'm the in juggernaut, his defense, bitch. he did want to make this two movies. And really? the studio said no. Well, it should have been. <clears throat> Not only should it have been two movies, but it should have been rated R. <laughs> hmm. I wouldn't have mind with as dark with as with as dark as this movie was this and movie the subject right. matter at hand, right. it would have been so much better with an R rating. What would they have done two movies about? This one dragged enough at the beginning. Well, at they least. they tried to put too <laughs> much they into kill? this movie because when you go back oh, and look at the comics, killed Mystique. Mystique. Yeah. they could have done a lot different. How did you not was... remember that? I was yeah, like trying really. to remember it. It didn't. It's like click. your favorite character. Yeah, your yeah. your shrine to Mystique. Is great. Your shrine to Mystique on the other side of the room is crying. Mm. Yeah, blood. Mm. So, <laughs> but what when they you could look have at, done a lot better, lot better death scene. Had it been yeah. R-rated. When you look at the Phoenix slash Dark Phoenix saga in the comic books, mm-hmm. it ran for a long time. It was oh, an yeah. epic storyline. And so to do honor, to do justice to that, I think he really wanted this to be, I know he wanted it to be two movies, and he had it written out that way, and the studio said, no, we're going to make, make it a three-hour movie. Do, do Endgame. Make it a three-hour movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Did they want to do like the Hellfire Club stuff and all that to, to lead up uh, to it? I don't know. I don't. Hellfire? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know what his, club. what his plans were. I, I kind of wish he would release what that script was, or yeah, at least a synopsis of it. But uh, I bet it was just a synopsis. <clears throat> well, the ending, are you the aliens? Just, just the Phoenix part the itself shit? is just epic. It's like you know, you could mm-hmm. do two movies based on that. Well, and the funny thing is, is that the way they ended it didn't really end the the possibility of more movies in this particular universe of X Men. Right? But no, it won't. didn't. It it just kind of left it open ended. Yes. However, there there is a man named Kevin Feige. Feige. Kevin Feige has said yeah. we're going to let X Men. Oh, I, I X Men. Yeah. I so, I don't expect to see an X Men movie until this phase of MCU is done. I think at least ten years. Yeah, I think I think about ten years. Well, I, I was discussing the movie with. It my, took them ten years to do the, this first phase of of MCU, so I yeah. would expect that. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to my brother, and I said it would be really cool now that they uh, the MCU is officially doing the multiverse mm. that they would pick one character from this universe of X-Men and bring him over to the mm. MCU mm. Uh, multiverse. We should go around and see who you guys would pick. I know who I would pick. And that is Quicksilver. No, <laughs> that's what I was, I was thinking. Just thinking. He's the coolest character and we don't have a Quicksilver. Well, we did. We don't now. He gone. You didn't. And I like, and I like the, the kid they got to play Quicksilver for this oh much better than the guy that they got to play. And they did a good job this time of writing him out so he didn't wasn't yes. able to save the day instead right. of saying, yes. "Why is he sitting in the corner crying?" Instead yeah. of saving the day, yeah. yeah, or telling kids not to run in the halls. Yeah, safety first. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I, I, do, I thought that was pretty funny. I do like that we get to see that character uh, not be be more like the Flash in. Uh, in Justice League, where he trips over his own two feet. Oh yeah! For once, and see what well, he, happens. He when actually you have, didn't. When you're going, Gene tripped him. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, normally he He's catches himself. Though. Yeah. Normally he can catch himself. Oh, I guess. And the idea of seeing how his speed reacts when he fails. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Was epic because it actually hurt him a lot. Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> By the fact that he was going so fast, yeah, it shows how fast he can go. Very cool. Uh, so you say Quicksilver. Yeah, I say Quicksilver. What do you say, Jared? It's the one I kind of want to. It's Quicksilver. Mm. Joe, I'll go with that. That's a great answer. I have a one A. Hmm. What, what's your what's yours? I really 
I really enjoy Fassbender's Magneto. That was going to be my one A. Yeah. I love his Magneto. That's so second. Much. That's that's a very very close second. He's yeah. such a cool character. Yeah. When he puts on the black mask this time, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that. Every time they fought, Juggernaut helmet. Every time they fought one on one was epic. Dude, that that power that power struggle between Magneto and Gene was. Yeah, Gene the, and Magneto. The scene, the scene in the uh, in the uh, hobo park where where Gene is trying to manipulate the helicopter and Magneto is trying to manipulate the helicopter. And they're both just going pulling every face they possibly can well, while being blown is. away by a wind machine. Yeah, that had to be a hilarious day on set. Like yeah. people were just <laughs> laughing at them both going. <laughs> see, no, Jared and I went and saw this. When, when did we see it? Saturday, Sunday night, Sunday night, Sun- yeah, Sunday night. And Sunday, you said Sunday, something. Sunday. We were coming out. I was coming out of the movie, and I was just like, I really enjoyed that. And then you said something where, where you you basically did not enjoy. Uh, Sansa, oh, I do not. Sansa Stark as I Jean hate Grey. her. With a passion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because she's she's the same character in Game of Thrones as she is here. Um, and that's what I said what... what and this is what this is who I attribute her to. Belle and Twilight. She has no expression, she never changes a face. Other than the fact that they put tears down her face, her expression never changes. I never saw Twilight. Well, <laughs> so I, well, yeah. I, I disagree, sir. Oh, go right ahead. <laughs> I, I thought she did it. I mean, yes, her her normal gene is not much different than Sansa. Mm-hmm. She might not be that good of an actress. I don't know. That's really the only two things I've ever seen her in. She, okay. When she was being the phoenix and starting to freak out, I thought that wasn't bad. Yeah. But it's hard <laughs> to stop top uh, Fomka Jensen. Yeah. I mean, she was yeah. she was cool. So so when, when you said that, I thought I got to thinking, and I was like, there are some scenes where she could have put a little more into it mm-hmm. so i went back and saw it again no <laughs> and and i and i'm I, I kind of agree with it i think i think a lot of the criticism that she's been getting is some of it is justifiable i think because there was an opportunity here to show a lot more range than she does well, especially when they mentioned that the phoenix cosmic character that is in her and becomes yeah. her is full of passion and rage and right. all this stuff. She should kind of be flipping the hell every, out. Should be every time she has an emotion, it should be extreme reactions. Right. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Tear. Which would have written the, <laughs> the movie would have been written completely different because the X Men would have instantly known like yeah that why, she was weird. That why she is was she like freaking well, out? Why is she jumping through the fire like at the celebration? Yeah. yeah. She's jumping through the fire and drinking everybody's alcohol and like punching people and trying to hump people mm-hmm. like that would be the ultimate like what is wrong with gene yeah oh my god and Maybe i can see if you want to this. slowly build up to that a little yeah. bit but not i mean by the pi- by the time that whole you know outdoor picnic <laughs> dance party thing which by the way it was cool to see dazzler finally in a yes. movie <laughs> i looked at i looked at my brother i was like oh my gosh it's dazzler yeah <laughs> and she's gone maybe they'll have her come on an adventure no no so um but <laughs> Yeah, so by the time the end of that big party happens, you you just see a slow build in in her inability to control herself. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I see someone lighting a fire and suddenly I'm, ah, what's going on? And then I knock everyone on their ass. But at the same time, she was drinking up a storm, so it's not like it's the effect of the phoenix. She's heavily inebriated also, so I'm like, 
<laughs> but look at is it from, she playing drunk or is she playing Phoenix? Look at it from their point of view because they're like drunk Phoenix. She just absorbed solar <laughs> flares and survived the destruction of and a space shuttle. I, I think she's a, a, she owed should be a couple to drinks. Sh- strip Scott then. If she is yeah. inebriated. And no, I, think it, I totally agree. You know, that, it, that could have been the rated R th- part. They would be looking at her it. like, hey, if she wants to get drunk, she just got blown up in a space shuttle and she survived. So she can now, have as many drinks as she wants. Now, is is that her fault or is that just poor writing? Who knows? It's probably a mix of both. Yeah, I don't know. But I watch her in Game of Thrones and she is very unemotional at in every way in that, no matter what happens to her. Well, I kind of And in I this, other like than the fact that, that they threw... Like tears on her, she, like if if she finds out finds out her father's life, she should be freaking out, happy, and then turn on a dime and be full rage. Yeah, yeah. And there was n- just, not a change in the reaction of her face. Yeah. Rip him apart. Just go. <laughs> there was in in her demeanor. There was in her her words. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but, but not in her emotional state. Right. She like, didn't. didn't she show. didn't turn on a dime and go from like, I, I I'm so happy to see you, Dad. To why did you? Leave me behind, like so. Juxtapose that with the acting of um, Fastbender. Uh, Fastbender and James McAvoy. Okay, the two of yeah. them, the whole movie, are you know they're the greatest actors in there. Yeah, and they both play their characters so well, and they're just yeah. <clears throat> especially this Xavier is was very interesting how they kind of turned him heel a little oh, bit. I'm like, oh, what bit. are they doing? Like, hey, you've you've bought your own hype a little bit. Yeah, I li- I liked it. Um. And and th- by the way, James McAvoy was showing a lot of his uh, <laughs> physique from uh, Glass. Oh, oh yeah, yes. <laughs> now that we've kind of smashed on Sansa, you can you can have it's like you, you guys spent the last ten minutes saying the same thing. Sorry. I don't really know what you guys expect. I think that she, I think she rocked it out in this movie. I think she yeah. did a really good job. I, yeah, I, I think <laughs> she, she did. She a learned good a lot job. of really upsetting things about herself in a very short period of time and had to deal with it. Of course, right. she went from. Immediately from crying to raging to not much else. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> well, that- and you make an also you also make a really good point when you're keeping up with James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. Like, yeah, yeah. it's any, anybody on the screen at the same time as those two is not going to look like the greatest actor in the world because two of the greatest actors in the world are already on screen. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think she did a phenomenal job. I think it was a really good casting of that part. Yeah, there's not much difference between her and Sansa Stark character-wise, but you know that's just we've talked about a bunch of times on this podcast. Like, a lot of there's not much character depth in a lot of things. These when you see her with with Scott, she's a lot warmer than Sansa ever was. Oh yeah, and so she does have a range. She's got I would say she has a little more range in this movie than she did in Game of Thrones, but maybe that was by design. Maybe it wasn't. But I do think that. Knowing what we know about the Phoenix, at least from the comics, and at least from even in the movie, the way it was, the way this uh, cosmic force was described, that it is all rage and desire and and all this, I think they could have turned it up to eleven, and they didn't. But I still enjoyed it. I still I, I, when I went and saw it the second time, I still walked out going, "Hey, I yeah." Uh, especially that scene where they get loose on the train, and oh right. my mm-hmm. god. That was really cool. That reminded me of the the big chapel battle in Age of Ultron. Yes, yes, yes. That whole thing. I was just sitting there going. They're all going <sighs> balls to the wall. They're complimenting each other. Yeah. It's like this is what the X Men are supposed to be. Yeah. And you waited till your very end of your very last movie <laughs> to do it. That's very true. 
when the mouse got control of it. There was apparently. a little bit of well, appara- apparently that scene wasn't even yeah, like that scene was not even in there to begin with. So yeah, Did- if apparently apparently uh, if it had gone with the original writing and didn't get the reshoots, it would not had any quote no. unquote X Men. That's moments what I'm in thinking. It. Somebody at Marvel watched it and went, "Hey, this is a little. We we expect a little more, you know, they, fan um, service out of this." So it, it apparently took place in space. And the rumor was that the aliens were supposed to be the scrolls. What? And so when Marvel got a hold of it and they said, well, we're already doing the scrolls and there's already a lot of space stuff with Captain Marvel. So they just made So let's make it on the ground and make it like it's some it's another alien race from the comics that nobody knows about other than Alex because he's (laughs) a nerd. And uh, yes. So they I, I thought it was a really good decision. Because I, I mean that that train even looked like the train that was in was it Last Stand when they captured him again? Yeah, One of the other X Men movies. Yeah. So it was cool to just it was badass. With the scene where <laughs> where Magneto crushes the train the train yeah, car yeah, on that all was five of them. I looked at Jared and I said nobody has a good day when Magneto's on a train. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so whether it's Wolverine or these guys. So Joe, besides my my nitpick about her. I love the movie. The movie's great. No, I I, I really so, like the movie too. I went in there with very low expectations and was surprised. My only complaint is that they could have fleshed the aliens out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I know that there was a lot going on in this movie and, and yeah. not a very long, what is it, like an hour and 42 minutes or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, like this whole notion of these this race of aliens is like, okay, we're we're trying to... We're trying to track down this this power that destroyed our planet because we know that if we can figure out a way to harness it, we can recreate our planet. Mm-hmm. And then it was like an immediate heel turn to like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're just going to like kill everybody on this planet and just right. start here. I don't think the aliens were fleshed out very well. No, not at all. Exactly. That's that's my point. So like yeah. that was the only honestly, that was really the only like jarring thing in the movie for me was like, damn, that like esc- that. Boy, that escalated quickly, <laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, on so Rotten that's, Tomatoes, that's my only complaint with it. On Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has a 23, 23% critics rating. Audience rating is 64. That's I, pretty I, low. I can kind of agree with that. I mean, uh, my rating would be higher. My, mm-hmm. I think but, my personal one would be a little higher. I, yeah. I'm like Joe. I didn't have a lot of expectations for this, especially knowing this story and seeing it in multiple different ways and even a movie before that was awful. Yeah. But when I sat down and the stupid trailers were finally done trying to suck the life out of me, <laughs> as they always do, I was like suddenly excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's an X-Men movie. You know, yeah. this is these are the comics that I fell in love with mm-hmm. as a kid first more than anything was the X-Men. Now, let's talk about the one line that I'm sure everybody just rolled their eyes at. And it's when oh, Mystique God. is arguing yes. with X- Xavier. X-Woman. No, and X-Woman. she says, <laughs> when was the last time you... you uh, I can't remember the last time you you sacrificed your, or you put yourself your life on the line or something. I'm like, he took a bullet in his spine for you. For you, yes. Thank you. How about that? Yeah. How about the time when uh, you guys were um, you were trying to kill the man who was going to create the Sentinels and uh, poor Peter Dinklage, poor Tyrion Lannister yeah. was just trying to take over the world. And, and Xavier <laughs> let a crane fall on him so that he could convince you not to do it. Yeah. How about that? And yeah. then she goes and says, you know, and another thing, the women are always saving the men around here. Why don't you name it X women? And everyone in our theater went, oh, my God. 
I mean, why that completely ruined the first half hour of the movie for me. I was just <laughs> pander, like, pander, are pander, you kidding exactly. me? Who, who is who is the person that decided I'm going to be woke and put that in there? Because I want to bitch slap you with a brick. It, it, it was I, if I was going to guess, it would probably be Jennifer Lawrence herself. It very well could have that been. And I'm sure guess. she, even if it wasn't, I'm sure she was like, "Hey, I can't wait to say that line." Yeah, but. Uh, other than that, there are entire female X Men teams now. Like you're good. Yeah, this is not about them. This right. is about the story of the. Well, well you know the, the thing. Generation. You know the thing that really irritates me the most about when they try to do this wokeness in superhero films and shows. It's so forced is 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 because of of any type of media for the past sixty seventy years. It's been comics that exactly. have like brought. It's been comics in sci-fi that have brought yeah. women exactly. and minorities to the forefront. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't necessarily the area that's ever been deficient in it. So what are you doing? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? We've grown and up those with... of us that have appreciated this crap our whole lives, yeah. aren't we don't care. Right. Because we, we, we're already well accustomed to a female superhero or a black superhero or a freaking Asian superhero. Yeah. Like, it, it, they've been around for decades. And Shut you, up. And you know what else? X-Men does not say X-Males. Exactly. You don't say, you don't say, uh, Hugh Woman. It's human. Yeah, well, I mean, and, how dare her assume, uh, how dare mankind. her assume all the X-Men's genders, right? Right. So she's wrong. It has to do with <laughs> it has to do with the classification of the species, not the gender. And we don't know what they gender are... Mystique is anyway, because she can swap back and forth anytime she wants. Yeah. So if that's, anyone that's true. doesn't have the right to say anything about I gender, it's dude. her. Yeah. <laughs> I can be. I can be. Uh, anyway. <laughs> that would have been funny if, ex, if Xavier looked back at her and said, "What? What about when you turn into a man?" <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> and it's kind of saving the, it's she's saved the day a couple of times by turning into a man so yeah <clears throat> she's guilty she's guilty of her own thing so or if every there time she tried to make a point he would have said but i'm in a wheelchair because of <laughs> yeah. you. but i'm in a wheelchair <laughs> i don't know it, th that's really the thing that bothers me the most about them sneaking the political correct wokeness into these films thankfully is that sci-fi sci yeah. and comics have been woke enough for yeah. many decades, and none of us that are true fans of it have ever had a problem with it. So right. shut up. And despite the fact that Marvel in the comics has taken it to a whole new crazy ass level, <laughs> but hopefully that does not seep into the movies too much. I I can't say that it won't because I kind of expect it to, but hopefully they won't go as far as they have in the in the comics with it because it's just it's tiresome. It's like really come on, come up with something original. Instead of saying, "Oh, we have this existing character here, we're just going to turn them on their head and make it a, make it an opposite gender or a different race or both," yeah, yeah who cares? Racism and sexism. Racism and sexism alone is just—it's tired. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Totally you can does. take those cool characters that you want and just make them cool characters. That's how you get them yeah. over with the people. So you don't have to say, "Hey, and look at this." Thankfully, that was the only part of this movie where they they. Cross that line. That's the point I'm making. Is comics have been doing that since the very beginning. Yeah. Right. But this we're not is a in cool comics. character. We're, we're, not we're in you comics. know. Whatever. It's just silly. This is <laughs> this is a comic story filtered through the eyes of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So they have to put their own taint on it. 
<laughs> Get your taint off my comics. Not, not that kind of taint. Can we say that? I'll just, I'll just dead. I'll just dead. <laughs> Uncensored episode two. Uh, no. <laughs> this one might be censored. I'm That's so fine. excited I could squirt. <laughs> so who who would be some alternate castings for Jean Grey in this movie? <laughs> you want to recast really? Jean Grey? No, no, I'm saying, if, if, I'm just curious. I'm not, I'm just curious. I'm not mad that you guys don't particularly like her as an actress. I get it because unfortunately she has played very similar roles since she's come into the limelight. Like yeah. it's, I, I understand where you're coming from. I think she did a good job in this film. Well, let's, uh, but let's, let's, if, if you were, if you had an opportunity to reshoot this film and recast it, who would, is there anybody that comes to mind that you would have put in that, that role? I would recast Cyclops because I hate that kid. <laughs> he does look like a thirteen-year-old all the time. Yeah, I just don't like his mouth. I don't. Yeah, I, like I don't every like time the like, like literally every time the bottom lip. Every time the camera landed on him, he's <laughs> just standing there with like these red glasses <laughs> going. <laughs> like, now, close your freaking mouth, kid. His his glasses were the coolest ones they've they've used so far. Like that yeah. looked like the nineties. But really all you can cool. stare at is his gaping gob. Exactly. So I would re- <laughs> I would recast him and Gene. You have to understand, Jean Grey in the comics, in the cartoon, she's never been an interesting character. She's always just been, oh, the vipers. She's Cyclops' love interest. Exactly. And she's she's a big part of the team, but she's constantly dealing with stuff. Yeah. Because she's so powerful and just cannot deal with it, Mm -hmm. which is why the Dark Phoenix takes her in the first place. So, oh, I don't so know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a kind really of put awesome. me on the spot here. I can't really. I, I've never. I have, I have to say, I haven't really thought of it because, even including this movie, I have liked her as Jean Grey. Well, I would recast her as an Asian male. <laughs> <laughs> Jin Wei. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make a point or put you guys on the spot. I was just curious if you had thought of anybody else. That I you have not. Um, but we, roll. Can t- we can take a minute. Think about her. Yeah, I'll, bum, bum, you know, bum, bum, your first bum, thought is bum, what redhead bum. could do this, but they could make their it can make anybody's hair red. Well, so. that's the funny thing, right? So Jessica Chastain in this movie was a like platinum blonde, but she's a redhead in real life, and Sophie Turner is a blonde in real life, but a redhead in this movie. Yeah, God, I don't know. Okay, I'm looking up natural redheaded actresses. <laughs> God, that's see. that's gonna be a fun Google search. I'm I'm on Shirt. IMDb. <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> number one is Nicole Kidman. Number two is Amy no. Adams. No. Number three is Julianne Moore. <laughs> Why are Lohan. they picking older people? Karen Gillian. There you go. Done. Mm, okay. Oh, she would probably she would probably rock at this. Uh, she could do it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. A lot of these girls are a little older. Um, and I don't recognize any of them. <laughs> I mean, I, who? I'm i of the uh, person who would say, if I ever w- was able to cast people, I'd love when shows cast actors and actresses that you've never heard of. Because you have no preconceived notions of any characters that they've been before. So, like, I'm watching Umbrella Academy, <laughs> and, like, there's a couple recognizable people in it, but most of them are not, and it's great. So I'd probably just pick some... I just picked somebody who's a good actress who might be a redhead. <laughs> I don't even have to. That you've never they don't heard have of. Have to be a redhead. 
They don't have to, but you know, Jean Grey was a redhead, so you might as well. Well, no, I'm saying you can make them a redhead for the movie. It's not hard. Yes, but this is Hollywood where you can't have a non-gay person play a gay person because it's not acting. Remember, they're just being real. No, 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 no. The problem was, (laughs) was Adam, she wasn't gay enough in real life. (laughs) Get it right. That's my point. It's called acting. For she, a she was she was only like fifty five percent gay, and they wanted like ninety five percent or better. So, <laughs> if Scarlett Johansson wants to play Black Widow, she needs to be at least sixty percent more actual spy in her real life. Yes. She can't just play a spy or a cyborg or a whatever all the crap she's played. She's already ninety nine point nine percent hotness, so she's got that part down. She's a thousand. How about Bryce hotness. Dallas Howard? Uh, she would. Yeah. She looks just like Jessica Chastain, though, so that would get confusing. Yeah, but she was the bad alien in this movie, so. Well, I would. She's a good alien, let me tell you. That girl is weird Emma looking. Hmm? Emma Stone would be okay. <clears throat> so I have three she that I pulled up. Already. She hasn't been in anything in a while. Just looking. Yeah, Jessica Chastain looked odd with that like white blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I first saw her, I thought, wait, are they doing? Emma Frost in this movie? And I <laughs> Is thought, this powder? Because that's kind of up the alley. And then, no, she's just some random woman that gets cloned or whatever. Because I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, what about... Chloe um, Grace Moretz? The, Moretz? the blonde woman from Daredevil. Uh, I can't remember her character. Karen name. Page? Yeah. Uh, what if they made... Made her a redhead. I can see again. I can't see her not Karen Page. This is <laughs> this is why I like I like finding people that haven't done anything huge. Just more fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna move on from yep. that. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I loved about this movie that all the other X Men movies do not have. Yes, the soundtrack. X-Men movies, all of them, are very plain Jane boring scores mm. to them. It's got the beginning, which this one did not have. I was kind of surprised by mm-hmm. that. They've all had that crazy beginning. Yeah. And they've, so they've got the theme. Yeah. <laughs> but then this didn't have that. But it was uh, Hans Zimmer. Ah, this is his soundtrack. There you go. Very cool. And every Hans Zimmer, it, he starts, <laughs> I don't know, I geek out over Hans Zimmer stuff because I just yeah. love it. When he does this, when he writes a soundtrack, he picks two notes. Hmm. He has a keyboard of like eight keys, and he plays around until he finds two notes that he loves, and then he makes an entire score off of those two notes. That's cool. And you heard it right again in this one. It's that do do. Those were the two yeah. notes he picked, and then he and it was weird and ominous and dark, and I'm yeah. like, it fit the movie yeah. so well. And a yeah. good score to me can just emphasize a movie so well. 
And I think it I think it definitely did in this movie because yeah. honestly, I think this this was the most hopeless feeling, except for Logan, which obviously for obvious reasons. This yeah. was the most hopeless feeling X Men movie I think I've seen yet. No, and that's good. Just, because the Dark Phoenix yeah. story was hopeless. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm I was about to say if they had made this two movies the first movie would have ended up just <laughs> like in like like Infinity, Infinity War. War. <laughs> yeah, it could have been so epic. You could have killed several characters, and, and then at the very end, kill Mystique, or, or, and have yeah. it be big. <clears throat> yeah, so there was a missed opportunity there, but I I, I still enjoyed it both times. Yeah. Oh no, so. I, it was good. I've I've enjoyed every movie in this the first class. generation. From the first class. From the first yeah. class to yeah. this. I've enjoyed all of them. They've all been good. They're much better than the originals, the yes. original three. And I well, like how they. Tr- I, I like how with A Day's Future Past, they kind of tied them together a little bit. They did. But at the same time, they're still separate heavily, universes, heavily alternate dimensions, yeah. no, per se. I think it's just a different... Because they're different takes. Different timeline. Yeah. Yeah. It, everything gets sort of redone. I mean, I've they've done they've done a great job with all of them, but I agree that like this one had a, I agree with everybody else had a lot of missed opportunities. Could have been longer, done two movies. Apocalypse had the same problem. Yeah, right. It wasn't flushed out enough. It's a could hard have been story. two the mo- other epic storyline. Yeah. in all of X-Men. could have been two movies of its own as well. Yeah, Apocalypse. So such first God. class was the only one that was actually about perfect for the length that it was. Oh, Days of Future Past is perfect. Yeah, that one. I don't know. Yeah, First Class and Days of Future Past. The only thing I don't fine. like about Days of Future Past are the Sentinels, but I get that they <laughs> have updated over the years. Yeah, <laughs> true. But that is that's about as close to a perfect X Men movie as we've gotten. I think so. It's probably my favorite of all of them. Mm-hmm. But not the not the Wolverine in Japan one. <gasps> Man. <laughs> Isn't that called the Wolverine? Although there is a key yeah. scene in that that played out in Logan. Yeah. <clears throat> when yeah. that that woman was telling them that I, I see you dying with your heart in your hands. And it was that exact scene of him yeah. dying holding the girl. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's all of that's in the same story arc too. All of yeah. those right. movies were building onto each other. Right. So I it, I, I love Logan, but Logan's not an X-Men movie. It's a Wolverine movie. It's true. But what's your guys' favorite X-Men movie? Mm. I'd have to say um, First Class. Yeah. I really like First Class. It kind of set the it set the bar high, and then they just barely touched it on mo- with most of the rest of them. Like, Days of Future Past. I just, the thing that I love the most about it was Magneto's origin story. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was very good. It was a much better origin story than they gave him in the original one. Again, fact. and the fact that you, well, unless I'm, you knew, unless you knew the comics, you didn't know that Kevin Bacon's character had powers until like that moment where he exploded the grenade in his hand. Yeah, like true. you, they they really kept that under wraps well. Yeah, um, for me, it's I still I was of the impressionable <clears throat> age when the first X Men came out. Hmm. <clears throat> that it stuck with me. It's always stuck with me. Halle Berry is Storm. Man. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Mm. These, these, you know, that's and Xavier is Patrick Stewart. I like yeah. James McAvoy. I think he did a fantastic job. But to me, it's still Patrick Stewart. 
He sounded like Patrick Stewart in this movie. He made himself, yeah. He like had his his speech mannerisms, mm-hmm. and I kept going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, dude is a phenomenal actor. He, he is. is a phenomenal actor. And you, when when you, you were having a little connection it? problems, Joe, I was made I made the the mention that he was still sporting a bit of his physique from Glass. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I the per, I went and saw this movie with a friend, and I leaned over and I said I said I love how hard they're trying to hide how swole he is yeah. from his yeah. from his role in Glass. Yeah, there was one scene though where it showed him from the side, and you're just like, Doo! and he's wearing that like green shirt, and yeah. you're just like, yeah. holy freaking Professor Swole. <laughs> He just does a lot of upper yeah, body dude. workouts, that's all. <laughs> dude, speaking of Professor Xavier, I think one of the most awesome but brutal, like weirdly brutal scenes in that entire movie is where she makes him walk up yes. the stairs to, yeah. him, to her. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, dude. Yeah. That was – that made the ha- – I forgot. I didn't think about that until just now. I didn't remember yeah. it. But Jesus, yeah, that so scene cool. above and beyond almost every other scene in the movie except for the train fight – yeah. That was brutal, was like, dude. That was get up brutal. And walk? And he's like, well, I can't. Oh, and he's just... Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we have to I have to, I was just remembering the train scene cuz he mentioned it. <laughs> and I was thinking of uh when Night Nightcrawler snaps and just starts going off yeah. Nightcrawler style. Yeah. And he's stabbing and cra- grabbing people with his tails <laughs> and it's like, like, yeah. Yes. Finally, I'm like, like, what are you doing? I'm like, yes, the pacifist broke. There will be much praying and 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 uh, uh, hail marys after this, but that's right. But bam. Well, that's that. how he ends up in that state because doesn't he go for a period of time where he just goes off the rails entirely? And that's well, in the first, back to where they they the, found him in the pat, like yeah, in the, the other in the universe, movies, they found him was like really. A, he was actually a, an assassin. Well, he was. Yeah, they would drug him and yeah, basically mind control him. Yeah. So yeah, very much like what he when he goes off in this one. So, and then did you guys like the uh, the Justice League uh, almost almost shot by shot Justice League moment where Quicksilver was running in front of Jean Grey while she was fighting two other people? Yeah, we were mentioning oh, that. And she and and she, she saw him. him. Yeah. yeah, you just see her hand move. Like she, her eyes look at him, and her hand moves, and then he just. Yes. I was well, like, holy crap, goes, dude! This reminds me so much of that yeah. epic scene where. Superman's fighting Cyborg, and, or is it is it Aquaman or Cyborg? I think Aquaman, it's Aquaman and Wonder and Woman. Aquaman. Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and then he like turns and looks out of the side of his eye, and Barry Allen's face is like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's, very much similar scenes. That scene is amazing. But yep, yes, something's bleeding. <laughs> Something is definitely bleeding. <laughs> oh. uh, somehow we got to talking about DC. <laughs> so, oh, so I recommend this movie. So do I. Well, if you've seen the other X Men movies, well, yeah, everyone's like, oh, well, I mean, that's and that's how they're going to make reviews, the- and it's not nobody's going to see it. And I'm like, well, first of all, the timing of it is sucks. Hey, yeah, right after Endgame. Right after Endgame. Come on, the only right thing that can come Spider-Man. out after Endgame is Spider Man. So just yep. wait. Yeah, it should have come out in like well, it's well, September and it was already postponed. How many times? I know. So. Segway. Yo. It's also the same pr- problem that happens with all the Godzilla movies. What? They what? get horrible they get horrible ratings and reviews, but they're actually great movies. Mm. Yeah. Mm, audience, audience. That's arguable. I wouldn't say great <laughs> movies. I, I say... love I love Godzilla movies, and I've been to the theater to see every Godzilla movie that's come out since the right. damn 
since the reboot with Matthew Broderick back in like 1997 or whatever oh, don't it was. Ignore that, that one. one. Was, that one okay. Ignore that one. <laughs> but anyway, I love going to see Godzilla movies, but you know exactly what you're getting when you go see a Godzilla movie. It's stupid, it's ridiculous, and it's wildly entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are classic examples, like the monster movies. They're all classic examples of critics hate it, audiences are like, mm-hmm. hey, that was fun. You know, it's not going to win awards. It's not going to get a 90%, like, you know, friggin' Endgame, 94%. It, it's... It's just fun. You're gonna go and you're gonna you're gonna blow a few dollars on a movie and be entertained and go home. I don't watch um, Happy Gilmore for the same reaction as I get of Gladiator. Um, <laughs> no, not Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other uh, Russell Crowe one I'm thinking of? The one where he, Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Yeah. It, like they're different styles, genres of movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> You have to have which is why which is why a lot of Adam Sandler movies stopped making money for him there for a while because he stopped being Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah he wanted to be right. Spanglish. Let's do something yeah. serious. Get off, get off my lawn. I want to do I want to do romantic comedies all starring Kevin James for some weird reason. Ooh. And Drew Barrymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. So have well, you, I don't ever mind. Lo- I don't hey, ever mind looking hey, at Drew have Barrymore. Have you guys seen Pixel? Fifty First Dates is Pixel. a good movie. Yeah, Pixel what? Fifty yeah. First Dates is a fantastic movie, and Pixel Pixel was decent. I like the premise. I have of not, it. I, I, I have I own it. I have it. <laughs> I have not been able to make it first the through to the through Mi- the first ten minutes, and I've tried several times, and I just go, "This is mind-numbingly dumb," <laughs> and I it turn gets, it off. It gets better. That's funny. <laughs> I just I don't I don't I think that 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 type of movie I think is a bygone thing where it's just slapstick silly you know uh it is not it is not gone it is called pets it is called pets 2 it is that they've all become animated and and they're all they're all mind-numbingly stupid like you just like (laughs) dear god kill me i like that movie (laughs) i'm sorry the secret life of pets i think it's different when they're animated does it have you have you you taken remy have you taken remy to go see pets no remy's not seen a movie no? Not in the theater. I can't get her to watch 10 minutes of Cars <laughs> at home. That's true. She she likes <laughs> movies, but she can't watch more than 10 minutes without going, let's do something else. She's too By the way, his daughter's named after an X-Man. Yeah, exactly. That's how big a comic book nerd my wife and I are. Well, she's not necessarily. She loves X-Men. Yeah. Oh, we need to, we need to talk about X-Men somewhere. Yeah. X-Men. Who is your favorite X-Men? Obviously, one of my favorites is Gambit <sighs> because... I named my kid after him. <laughs> Colossus. Yeah, uh, Colossus is great. I, I, Long I love, time favorite. I love the combo of Rogue and Gambit, like as a team. Like, yeah. them together are awesome. Yeah. They're the crazy Southerners who are way overpowered. But Well, then you've got Colossus and Shadowcat. Yes, Kitty Brad. Phoenix, for mm-hmm. sure. Of course. That's well, obviously it, I have a Phoenix I on my wall. Likes, he does uh, have a Phoenix on the wall. My and computers are. Oh, Jared, I always Jared liked... almost marked out when when she turned into the big fiery bird at the end. I'm yeah. glad it happened. I'm like, because I kept waiting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I expected are we actually going to go... get it. <laughs> the only thing that would have been cooler is her being in the actual Phoenix the universe, yeah. Yeah. Meme which would have been like, oh. well, she was like this big. So, <laughs> so Phoenix is my is my is my number one favorite X Men. With Gambit as a very close second, yeah. I love I love that character in the com- cool. in the cartoon comics. Hey, that's what I. That's we, all I know. We will see a gambit on screen someday, 
And guess who's Feige's going to be in control of suck. it. Yeah. Well, you don't have to say it doesn't suck because that other gambit doesn't exist. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> we'll get it one day, and we might actually get a good rogue too. Mm-hmm. That's actually oh! maybe that's one of the reasons that I still don't. I like the first. Yeah. Two, not the third one, but. Oh, they screwed up the Rogue story so badly. The thing about Rogue, though, most people that most people know about Rogue is that she can fly. She has superpowers. She's super strong. She's basically like but why? Supergirl. But why? <laughs> she absorbed the powers of Ms. Marvel. Of Ms. Marvel. By killing her. Right. So <laughs> how do you insert that into a movie where you're just like... She's got to be the yeah. bad guy because in the first movie. Her mutant power isn't all that. It is absorbing. It's just the absorbing other people's powers and, and memories and whatever else. Yeah. So, you know, when you take away the Miss Marvel powers, she's pretty freaking boring. She's very boring. So that's what we got. And there's really no way that they could have written it, that part in. Cause then you're like, okay, now we've got Miss Marvel. We've got Carol Danvers. How, how are we going to introduce her to this? And well, you do it one of two ways. You start her evil and she kills one of the people that right. takes their powers or she just starts with all of them. And it's a backstory that maybe gets mentioned later or something. But then she'd be OP and Magneto could not have done what he did with her. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Joe, what's your, what's your top pick? Favorite X-Men? Like from the comics, old school, Sabretooth, Vincent Creed. Nice. Mm. Like not the dumbed down crap we saw in the movies, but you know. I (laughs) I like Apollo Creed. Yeah, Sabretooth's cool. And do you have a second? Because everybody had a second. Do you like the the Liv Shriver Sabretooth? He was all right. I love Liv Shriver. He was better than Tyler Maine's Sabretooth. <laughs> and I I would I would have to say Wolverine. Wolverine was the most fun to play the arcade game with. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I, I always played Colossus with that, too. Really? I always played Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> And Nightcrawler was great in that game too. You talking about the big four player? Yeah, the arcade. Yeah, yeah, dude. Nightcrawler was the arcade great game. You hit your special, and he takes out everyone on the screen at once. Yeah, that game was sweet. Yeah, the Sentinels were scary in that. They were. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, stop it. <laughs> Is there hot news? <laughs> So what about what about if we just did a movie where Princess Sparkle Fist and no don't say that and dark and Dark Phoenix just fight to the death? No, actually that, that would be cool. That might be a neat Captain Marvel movie where she's out and about in space and then and runs, runs along and runs the, into dark the Dark Phoenix, Phoenix. Yeah. and it like zaps her powers and so she has to go yeah. back home, back to Earth <laughs> yeah. on a spaceship. Go and then, fly and, no then, more. and then and then Black Earth. Adam shows up and. Why is everybody? Oh, I, I just got confused. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, are we going to do like E3 news? Yeah, if you guys are done There's with not that much. Kind. I mean, there's there's some E3 news. There's some cool thing. I heard that the... There's uh, some stuff. Wait. Well, well, yeah, we need our jingle. What? Got them spurs. That jingle, jangle, jingle. That is not oh, the man. Not it. Oh, no? Now I, now I want to play New <laughs> Vegas. God. Uh, Where is my freaking crap? Oh, there it is. Ready for some hot news. Hot news. What? <laughs> hot. Hot. So I heard the uh, the Bethesda uh, presentation was lackluster. Actually, it was a lot better this year than it was last year. 
Yeah, they came out. It looks like they're 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 finally fixing Fallout seventy six. They're putting NPC. They're putting NPCs back in, and they're putting a quest line in there. And the crowd erupted when they said those two things. Yeah. And the guys were standing up there like, "Oh wow, we didn't think they'd react that much." Yeah, dumbasses. That's how you destroyed the game in the first part. You took NPCs and quests out. Didn't it take them like most of their presentation to get to that point because everything before that was mobile and everybody was just. That's that that was actually a lot. It wasn't just Bethesda, it was a lot of the companies doing yeah. that. All they, pushing the mobile stuff. They also have a Come battle on. royal. Fallout 76 yes. has a battle royal mode. <laughs> that actually looks really cool. If I live somewhere with a faster internet speed, I would sign up just for that. So it's f- 52 people yeah. on a server. Ooh. Wow. And it's a battle royale with 52 players online, and so the, kinda, whoever whoever wins gets to become the overseer of a vault. So they're kind of going that the Fortnite route. That is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, it's Fortnite, um, PUBG, um, Apex Legends. Yeah, that's I mean that's the new way to do it. But it's in the Fallout universe, so it could be fun. Hmm. I don't mind it as long as because it's not just the standalone game. It's not like they said, "Oh, we're just going to make this the battle royal version." No, it's just a mode that you can go do, yeah. and then come back and do your questing and stuff. Exactly. Um, what did you think about the um, the the Dragon Age, the new the new quest story for Elder Scrolls, Adam? The new quest story? What are you talking about? You didn't see that where the the drag where it shows the origins of the dragons and elsewhere. Oh, elsewhere? Oh, you mean Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I've Do you still it. play? I still play. Um, that's been... They have been pimping that on Elder Scrolls Online for like the last six months. Hey, it's coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's not new. It actually came out a couple of weeks ago, too, which is odd that they're... I guess they're talking about future expansions of that area that they just expanded. I don't have that chapter. I don't <clears> even have the last chapter. <laughs> Yes, uh, Nintendo has crazy news. New Switch. Crazy news. Um, well, Bethesda had one other piece of news. They got that... Um, it's actually software news. They've got that engine, the Orion engine. Yeah. That actually looks really cool, but it's way above my head, and I was hoping that a couple, like some of you had saw that and could explain to me exactly how that works, because I... I did not. Yeah, I, the I don't description know. I saw. So basically, it's an engine they have that can interface with online streaming services, and it gives them a boot. Like it's weird. It's the way they described it. It sounds like it can be on any system, and it just boosts whatever the streaming service has, and it integrates with their hmm. AI. It's weird sounding. It's like some future man here. Here is future technology. <coughs> future man. Future. From the future. Have you seen uh, Cyberpunk 2077? I saw. It the looks preview. like it's. It looks like it's going to be all right. That's done by the guys who did Witcher. So what? Is, I've never played Witcher. I'm playing the second one right now. So what is with what is with all these gaming studios uh, ripping off uh, Westwood finally oh. with their with their cinematics yeah. by actually including actors in their oh, cinematics. You mean, Westwood was the first one to do that. You mean Neo? Yes. Westwood. Yeah. Uh, you mean um, Command um, and Conquer? Command and Conquer. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? all of their cin- those stupid things? all of their cinematics were st- shot like movies. Yeah, in the nineties with actual actors in the nineties. And now, like the last three games I've seen have included Daryl. Daryl. Or not three. The last two. Daryl with the one about 
something weird. I don't remember what it was. Uh, and the the cyberpunk with uh, Keanu Reeves. Neo. Yep. Wild Stylings. Like, they're finally, like, catching up to the fact that they can put actors in video game cinematics. Man, I'd love a new Command & Conquer game. Oh, me too. <laughs> you imagine? EA will... Well, EA's last attempt blew goats anyway, so... Meh. <laughs> so I guess the uh, Avengers, the trailer for the uh, oh. trailer for the new Avengers game, kind the, of the game, some lukewarm reviews. Well, it, yeah, especially the scene. I just found this meme. Uh, it's it it's Cap? the scene from uh, Spaceballs where he goes, "You stole their stunt doubles," and it's a picture <laughs> of everybody. Cap. Yes, and it doesn't look anything like the <laughs> Avengers we know. Thankfully, Iron Man has I a mask s- on. So well. I found that kind of jarring as well, like the voices and the, f- the faces. I know that they probably like, couldn't have done it, but when I saw that preview, I was like, ugh. Bruce Banner, <laughs> Bruce Banner looks like some like Rob Lowe in his 20s. He looks like a good-looking dude. And then you got uh, Black Widow, who looks like she's maybe 50 years old. <laughs> and then Captain America, who's Ryan Reynolds on steroids. Iron Man is the only one that looks normal because he's wearing his mask. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just the mess, nothing else. You idiots, you captured their stunt doubles. <laughs> Dude, you hilarious. know what's funny about that that uh, Avengers game trailer? Yes. Because it was so cartoony and like the colors were so vivid with all the explosions, it yeah. so reminded me of the ships the ship battle in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Or maybe it was even three, but one of those games where you're fighting on the boat. <laughs> Somebody else compared it to the uh, the episode of Saturday Night Live where Jeremy Renner was the host. And so they had a scene of him with four people from the SNL cast dressed as the Avengers, and he's the only one that looks legit. <laughs> you know, Bill Hader as Thor. I mean, come on. I'd have to say... Um... I mean, there was a new Outer Worlds trailer, which was I geeked out about, you know. But that was a game they announced last year. There's not a lot to like geek out about. That's the one where it's like the open world. Those, yeah, that's the dude. Sandbox. That, the dudes that did Fallout One and Two in New Vegas. Okay. Um, there's a new Zelda sequel. There's stuff out there, but yeah. Yeah, I just didn't uh, see like a, a lot of. It wasn't really... like, oh my god, they what? You know, right? It's like, oh, no okay. huge blockbuster news coming out of E3 this year. Well, and a lot of a lot of game companies seem to be like they're in in between, like their next big game engine creating and yeah, yeah. There's not they're trying to figure stuff out. And well, so- they're also a lot of them are apparently thinking about get like just stopping doing e3 altogether and doing their own damn like blizzard well yeah blizzard um id used to do one QuakeCon. yeah um they still do quake you've got you've got a cell phone don't you <laughs> <laughs> screw you hippie you you guys mentioned godzilla you yes. saw that? Did you guys see any other movies? I haven't seen Godzilla yet. I'm the only one that's seen Godzilla at this point. I know. I saw it. King of Monsters. I, yeah, I told you. Yeah. I go to see every Godzilla movie. Joe had pretty even much though I know same. exactly, even though I know yeah. exactly what I'm signing up for, I right. go see them. He had exactly the same re- uh, review that Jared did. You know, it's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you go and you expect this that movie. And... This movie could have been a lot better than it was. There was there was one. Uh, there was a couple of stupid plot twists that you're just like, what? Oh, that's twisty. Jared did say that. So, well, no, it's it's not even really about a plot twist. I'll go ahead and 
say something about it real quick, and then Jared could chime in too if you guys don't mind. Uh, are you guys either one of you planning on seeing it? Not in the theater, no, no way. Uh, or do you mind if there? No. Do you mind if there's spoilers? No, by all no, means. No, because you know what's going to happen. I mean, there's really nothing to it's spoil. As soon movie. as like you're five minutes into the movie, you're going to call what's going to happen, and that's why it just is irritating. The story starts off the 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 woman who is Eleven's mother. So there's a flashback to when uh, Godzilla is like leveling San Francisco and their son died. Real quick, in a nutshell, basically what happens is they split up because the son died. The father was trying to work on this project called um, Orca. Where it it, like emitted emitted sounds to mimic the, the monsters, the titans, to try to control them. He gave it up and moved on with his life. And she kept it up and ended up basically perfecting it. So you find out, initially, you think that the base is under attack that she's at. But then you find out that she's in on it. And it's like her plan all along. And basically what it boils down to is this woman that's supposedly completely uh, upset and torn apart by the death of her son has decided that complete and total annihilation of the human race. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bored. Get to the monsters. Like, and you're just sitting here, wow. and you're kind of like, "What?" And then at the end of the movie, she has like this, what's supposed to be this redeeming moment, and then there's like they're trying to force like this lovey redemption, and you're like, "This bitch was literally just trying to destroy the world and probably <laughs> cost the lives of millions of people already." And we're supposed to be like, "Oh, <laughs> look at her sacrificing herself!" Like, no, I'm not gonna be. <laughs> it's it's just weird. It's really weird. It sounds like a way too complicated plot for a Godzilla movie. Well, so here's here's the thing. She's uh, the bad guy, but she's also the reason why we have so many monsters released all at once. <laughs> well, she set them free? Yeah. From their, yeah, well, uh, she fracks family. up and sets them all free. Yeah. <laughs> she's supposed to she, set them free they, one at a time and ends up setting like 27 titans out. So, but so, the the big turn in this movie is the, the, the big monster is Monster Zero. And you find out halfway through the movie that it's not even a Titan. It's which yes, is another thing that pissed me off about this movie. It's like yeah. the whole movie they're like, We have no idea what this is. There's no history of it anywhere. There's like this Asian research girl. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, halfway through the movie, she somehow figures out by some old scroll looking thing that it's actually an alien and not a Titan. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very weird. <laughs> wow. Was, but was the monster that- is badass. Was uh was King Kong in this no. one? No, no. It didn't show him, but they alluded to him. Okay. Not to depart entirely from this movie, but you reminded me, uh, the scene in in Dark Phoenix when the the Jessica Chastain is doing the voiceover of what happened with, with their world and how mm-hmm. they're going to use the Phoenix Force to create the new one, and they show the terraforming, and I looked at Jared and I went Genesis <laughs> in the middle of it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Planet forbidden. <laughs> anyway, I want to hear what you think about it, Jared. So, Go ahead. I'll, so sh- I'll the, shut up. The Hydra, <laughs> the King King Ghidorah, the three-headed. Yeah, Ghidorah. Uh, Not an that, alien. That that's supposed to be from outer space. He crashed here, and for the longest time, it when Titans roamed the Earth, it was him versus Godzilla that kept ba- the balance between all the Titans. Is that the main event of the movie? Then yes, of course, is the fight between them. <laughs> 
and ding ding and, and, in this corner <laughs> we have three headed well, they alien. Have, they no. have two fights. Hydra zero. They nobody have, knows what the they hell have. They have two fights. Godzilla gets his ass kicked the first time. Oh, he, he's rocking. Which big is why, big which time. is why I told you what that, happened in the last movie. No, so so this is this is why I told you in the middle of the movie you have a giant <laughs> fucking block of human because <laughs> Godzilla is hurt the whole time. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, there's still not. A, there's still too much human that needs to get past that and get back to the monster. Godzilla's over here mashing X and Y to get his health bar back up. But King Ghidorah's <laughs> alpha the, the signal that they put off that lets them communicate King Ghidorah's alpha signal because she releases King Ghidorah wakes every, all the other Titans up at once. So he turns, Yay. turns his Wi-Fi so, on. Yeah, basically. He turns all his Wi-Fi on and all the, other, all the other ones wake up and because he can control them they just start devastating the planet. <laughs> wow. Until Godzilla gets healed back up and comes back out and then they're able they're able to use this orca thing that they that puts out a signal an alpha signal and kind it's based on the idea of whales uh sonar interpretation communication darwin the the titans work the same way (laughs) so if you get the signal the right way you if you transmit basically align the signal the right way you can make an alpha signal Darwin eat and Mothra. so, <laughs> eleven go basically amplifies the alpha signal that they have stored in the orca, which is Godzilla's, and it basically stops all the devastation around the planet. Darwin loves So yeah, that's that's a really that's that. It's a lot of other crap to get to the monsters. So it's Ro- yeah. it's Rocky one and two. Yeah. Inside of a <laughs> Godzilla movie. Yeah, pretty much. Apollo's got three hits. What was what was uh. Hogan, Hulk Hogan's name in the Rocky Thunder movies. Thunderlips. Thunder, Thunderlips. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no. So this. Oh is, man, that was so awesome. So the guy, the creator of the whole Godzilla line, the old school line, gave them gave Legacy, the theater, uh, the production company. Studio. How old is studio. he? He's really old. <laughs> but they had to get permission from him to even make the the 2014 Godzilla. Godzilla is mine. Basically. What was the twenty four? And so they have Godzilla. they have rights to do three Godzilla movies. So that was the two thousand fourteen was the first one. This is two. This is two, and they've got one more. Kong doesn't count. They didn't count that as one of those. But Kong is setting up for the third for the third Godzilla movie because it's going to be Kong versus Godzilla. And I have a funny so feeling that's that's Rocky three. So I have a funny <laughs> feeling, and they're they're trying to get him to let them to let them do two more after that because. They ended this with because King Ghidorah is an alien. Basically, we found out in the the thing that because Godzilla rips off one of his heads, it grows back. It's a Hydra. Yes. Well, so here's what I know: they're following the Rocky films pretty much, almost identically. Seriously, <laughs> one and two is in this one. If it's him versus Kong, that's three when he fights Mister T. So four is he needs some weird Russian monster to beat. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's a giant radioactive bear. Five, but then after five that, be, after that, be... once you think it's all done, he's gonna train another titan that turns around and like ends up being horrible while neglecting his own titan son. <laughs> 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 nobody's gonna go to it because they're just bored with it. Don't forget about uh, no um, Godzilla Five, where he goes to the moon for a while and street fights <laughs> all the moon. There you go. Aliens. Yes. Then he comes back as an old man. Street fight. 
Then he starts so, training the new guy. I mean, I liked it. The 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 human part. The the funny thing is, if you read some of the critics, the critics were like, "Well, there's not there's too much monster, and not a human." I'm like, "There's too much human in this." There's one. not enough monster. Yeah, not enough monster. Yeah, exactly. I could have told you that when I heard, "Hey, there's gonna be a Godzilla movie." Uh-huh. Movie's called Godzilla, not "Hey, all those people. Godzilla be in it for 20 minutes." Yeah. Dude, I don't even understand why critics waste their time reviewing a movie like Godzilla. Exactly. Like, go go to Sundance, exactly. review all that stuff, all the artsy-fartsy stuff, which some of the artsy-fartsy stuff I really like. Review that stuff, stuff that's stuff that relies on characters and yeah. acting. Go ahead and review it to your heart's content. This movie But if it's a comic, if it's a comic book movie or a monster movie, shut up. Yeah. Nobody cares. What yeah. are you going to say? It's either it's either monstery enough or it's not. And this one wasn't, and Jared is 100% right. Yeah. The only yeah, the, you kind of walk away from this one feeling a little cheated. You're the diet, you know, Coke especially when you especially when you find out there's 26 <laughs> Titans that were released, but yet you never only you, you, you only ever four. see three. Not monster enough. Actually, there's a total of five that you actually get to see. You don't get all their names, but you get to see them because yeah. the three come in right at the end when he kills That's right, King and Ghidorah, they all bow, and they down, all bow to him. To him. <laughs> um, that was actually so, kind of cool. So here's the, here's <laughs> what I didn't catch and I didn't realize that. Because I didn't watch the 2014 one before going to see this, oh, and before now. going to see Kong, oh. the uh, monster he fights in the first one is actually the the same monster, same race of monster that Kong fights in Kong, and is back in this one. Oh wow! It's the those creatures from the the creatures from the the underground, the evil guys. Dark. Yeah, the volcano. But they all look the sa- They all look the same, and that's who Godzilla fought in the first one. Huh. So I was like, I was like, oh well, I need should be I should have rewatched both of these. Can you guys name all of the Godzilla monsters? No, I can oh, like no. ninety of them. I can name the ones that well, I can name the primary ones from the movie. There's one called Y2K Bug. <laughs> wow, <laughs> when did that come out? Like 1997? It's yeah. from the Godzilla Power Hour. Godzilla Power versus hour? the Y2K Bug. <laughs> Man. Oh, that the, sounds like something that Mystery Science Theater 3000 would narrate. Who was the giant turtle? Um, Tortleopolis. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I see it here, but there, I can't pronounce it. Giant Manta Ray. I'll know it when I see it. It's that one. Oh, I think there was a cartoon. Because no, it's a spiky turtle. Of then. You're a spiky turtle. It's a turtle. spiky turtle. So, <laughs> You're Joe, a spiky turtle. Have, yeah. you, have you ever seen the old school Godzilla movies? Yes. I've seen one of them years and years and years I'm ago. I'm so used to using an iPad. I'm trying to do this. You, you, don't ta- don't, that's not don't touch, touch my screen. No. <laughs> the, t- the screen is not a touch no screen. No touchy. Um, so Josh and I went and saw it. My, my friend Josh and I went and saw it together. And he's watched all of the older ones because he's a mm-hmm. big Godzilla mark. Nerd um, alert. Exactly. Um, and they did a lot of uh, fan uh, homage in this one with nice. the powers that Godzilla used at the end. So like they took like what would have been like two or three different movies of the old one where Godzilla used a specific power in a specific movie, right. not all of them at once. Right. And they put them all in this movie as little fan nice fan uh, favorite things for people to see. And for my next trick, was <laughs> Mecha Godzilla in it? No. Then I don't. No, <laughs> Mecha Godzilla wasn't in this. Yeah, kiss my ass, Hollywood. <laughs> the whole, the whole he idea got, that he got dest- Mecha Godzilla got destroyed on Planet Doom. The IOI guy <laughs> fucked him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that was uh, Mecha Godzilla two. There was yeah. a Mecha Godzilla three. 
I'm sorry if you're still listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you are still listening to this, you're just as nerdy as we are. And well, if you've seen me, it's it's just like with everything. How about else. you, Bangladesh? <laughs> How about it? Yeah. I mean, it's just like. I list this as the same as the Fast and the Furious and Jurassic Park movies. If you enjoy the other ones, you will enjoy this one. So if you've watched the other two, you'll enjoy this one. You're not going to watch an Oscar performance. You're going to watch giant monsters fight, shit blow up. Don't talk about the Oscars. They are disqualified. Nah. Meh. So, yeah, yeah it, it, your, your movie has nothing to do with you winning the, an Oscar. It has to do with how much you pay and how much you um, campaign. Pander, yep, that's right. <laughs> Pander! It has nothing to do with it, voting. Damn you! <laughs> so, I mean, uh, at one point in time, maybe it did, but it absolutely doesn't anymore. Yeah, not in the last 30 years, at least. Uh, so, I actually saw, when I went to saw Dark Venus, I saw a double header. Well, you saw sorry. a double header. What did you see? That, what what else did you see? The sports turn. Fedora has three a, heads. Yes. I saw a uh, double, double juice, double feature, double feature. <laughs> yeah, I, two sports oriented. Sorry, double header. <laughs> Works the same way. Um, I saw the Pikachu first. Oh, oh how how was it? How was it? How did you like it? It's dumb. It was it was written. It was dumbed down for kids, which I philosophically do not agree with mm. kids can understand things. You don't have to dumb it down for right. Me. But, and uh will Smith's kid is the worst actor I've ever seen. <laughs> he is <laughs> just is a Jaden or ju- in this. This is justice Smith. Jayden. This is not will Smith's kid. I thought it was, huh? Jaden is his kid is his son. Who's Jaden Smith? Smith is his kid. I don't, I don't think know, justice Smith kids. is his kid. I don't know. Look it up. Google that crap. He he sure reminds me of him sometimes. Anyway, I don't really care. <laughs> it doesn't matter because this that role could have been played by anybody, and that kid was such a bad actor. The only thing that saved oh. that move was that, Ryan Reynolds. was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, uh, I mean, I won't, I won't I won't spoil anything about it, but Ryan Reynolds is fantastic. Awesome. And that's that's the whole reason you want to. Well, see and the, movie. the nice he thing is, is, is that it was enough. Will Smith's kid. Okay, I'm sorry, I take it back. It was enough Pokemon for people who don't know anything about Pokemon to at least get the concept. Oh, I yeah. know nothing about because I don't know anything about it, and I was still able to follow the movie. Oh right. yeah, yeah. So you get used to Pokemon. Ryan Reynolds were so awesome in that. Yeah, it was very awesome. But <laughs> that the lead could have been played by even the girl could have been played by somebody else. It was yeah. like. And again, it's two people I've never seen on anything, so it should be good. But they were just bad. I've seen. Actors. I've only seen him and as side characters and things oh, before. It's just all of his scenes were so forced, and I'm like, I am, <laughs> I am more emotionally involved with the little yellow furball <laughs> digital <laughs> character <laughs> because I I know his voice exactly because it's Deadpool. Yes, and yeah. not very. Far so basically, off. so basically, what you're saying. Had it not been voiced by Ryan Wayne Reynolds, this movie would have been a prodigious flop. Probably, it, it probably would have, because people, because a lot, I bet you, a lot of people went to see it just for that name, that name recognition. Yeah, well, people who people who don't want want anything to do with punk, Pokemon went and saw it because that, Ryan Reynolds was a voice. That's me. And me too, because yeah. I don't care about Pokemon. I don't either, but I saw the trailer and I thought, man, that might actually be funny. Because they're writing Pikachu as like this smart-ass detective who drinks too much coffee and, you know, has a quip for everything. It was awesome. Because nobody can hear him. 
other than the other Pokemon. Well, that's why I, thought, I, I giggled at the point where it's like, no one can understand me but you. Yeah. And then they instantly go to someone going, oh, you could. he was like, Pika, Pika. I'm like, but <laughs> <laughs> That should have happened several times in the movie. Exactly. And it, it should, like, should have happened more than He's once. going on a rant about this guy's head or whatever he's wearing, you know? And they should have switched to and the guy switched listening to him. Switched to him going, Pika, 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 They didn't do that. They only did it once in the film. They that's true. They could have capitalized on that a lot Well, more. for what it's worth, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 66% critics Interesting. Uh, rating, 82% audience. Wow. Well, so, thank you, Ryan Reynolds, for saving that. Although movie. most of that audience is probably under the age of 12. Well, if you can ever, you know, Netflix it or Blu-ray it It'll or be whatever. on Jared Flix. Right. I, you know, I recommend it for that, but oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, for all of us. It's dumb. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, I'll wait till Jared Flix. <clears throat> yeah. Jared Flix. <laughs> I also started Netflix. watching Umbrella Academy, so I totally. Oh, I need, you're, you guys did you, did you ask Netflix? me to download that? Somebody asked me to download. Yeah, that. I did. Okay, because I, I can't watch. Which one? Umbrella Academy. It's based on a. Comic oh yeah. Book. Is that on the Netflix? Yeah, we need to watch. It is. is. That on Creed. We need Creed two on Jared Flix as well. Uh, is it out it on? Is. is it out on Blu-ray yet? Yes. I don't think I have it. I don't have it. I'll look for it. Creed two. Um, good. I just I, actu- I just actually. So Joe and I. Did you guys watch the Chernobyl? Yes, I have not yet. It's on my list. I want to. Okay, so let's let's review. I'm the I'm the one that asked you for it, and I haven't even watched it yet. Let's let's wait until Adam and and Joe have done that because that was actually. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk about that because that was actually really good. Brilliant. Isn't it super short too? It's four episodes. Four episodes. Yeah. They're an hour. They're an hour long. long, Though. Because it was H. It was done on HBO. Yeah, I think they're like ninety minutes. Another another mini series. Oh. That I just added to to Jerry Flix. Good Omens. Ooh, oh, okay. Good. That's I want to talk list. about that one once I get to watch it. It's six no, episodes. We, good. I've been meaning uh, yeah. to watch that, too. It's okay, so it's so the next too. the next podcast will do, like, those three <laughs> a shows. A bunch of miniseries. Well, it's, it <laughs> we'll do those three shows on the next podcast, and then the one after that we can do Spider-Man Far From Home. Sounds like a plan. Um, Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, if we do another one in a, in a like, if we do another podcast, <laughs> another in like, another two weeks or a week. What did half. I do? No, you didn't do it. It was Adam. Adam's like, uh, uh, and we were like, stop it, because he's got that sound of uh, that. Uh, Joe's probably never heard it until now. That's sure, he probably mixer. doesn't hear it. I, I still didn't hear it. Play it. Uh, he hasn't played it yet. Play it. He played it earlier, but I don't know. I still don't know if the sounds work. Who is that? <laughs> it's Adam, Adam up on like eating his mic, going. Uh. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah. sitting away from my mic and was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> In the back, <laughs> pork chop sandwiches. It's like everything else. Something happened on the podcast and Adam made it a soundbite. I hate. See, that's why. I, that's why I love most of our soundbites exactly. because they're he's sourcing them from us, and that's yeah. just brilliant. We're sourcing our own sound effects. I'm still waiting for the the bodily sound effects episode. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, I'm working on that. One. We all, we all need are. to eat. We all need to eat at that restaurant and then stop at Tim Hortons to get donut holes again. <laughs> and oh and then there'll be plenty of bodily sound effects. Yeah, yeah. And Jared needs a blow. I'm nose surprised again. Jared didn't have to replace his toilet after that night. Actually, he I did. have replaced my he toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Me making fun of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Computed and recorded, dear. <laughs> I need to put that sound on my phone did you, for something. Did you hear that one, yes. Joe? Barely. 
Yeah, you you will hear it. It's kind of a quiet one. You will hear it. You'll recognize it. (laughs) My curiosity is killing me just like a cat would be killed by the curiosity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You hear me turn like this. Yeah, you hear me go away from the mic like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are we done? Or are we just because we're kind of like, we're just dicking around now? <laughs> yeah, it's like we're dicking around. I got your juggernaut helmet right here. What the hell is this? Creed two. Oh. <laughs> Am I the only one who's seen Creed two? I have not yes. seen it. Yes, boxing you have, you're, you're, I haven't here. seen it yet. I and missed it. That's why Joe is asking me to put it on Netflix. So yeah, because it. every time I'm at the store and I'm about to buy it, I'm like, no, <laughs> I can. I'll wait. <laughs> it's good. It's uh, yeah. Well, yeah. if it's in the store, let me check, let me check my Netflix, see if it's actually on it. Let me check my sources. The Rocky movies are, are like the Godzilla movies. You go in knowing what they're going to be. Exactly. And you enjoy right. them for what There's, they are. There are a lot of movies that are genre like that, yeah. that you just go in knowing what you're going to expect. Yeah. What they I'm, may not be great movies, but they'll at least be they're good. what you expect. The, the, the thing that sets them apart, though, is that Rocky doesn't have radioactive breath, so it bores me to tears. <laughs> Well, if you like, you know, sports, you might like it. Maybe if he <laughs> ate a, a hoagie or a Philly cheesesteak before the fight. There are some Chipotle. Creed and Creed 2 have these scenes that are shot one shots, mm. and they are long. So cinematically, Good. it's impressive, but yeah, and that's yeah. Stallone. Mm. Stallone's direct, or he's not directing him, but he's yeah. he's like, hey, maybe we should do this, and then the uh, the guy who did Black is that, Panther, is that Stallone. That's my that's my story. It'll be uh it'll be here the next as soon as the DVDs that are in the mailbox get back to them. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, uh quick question for you, Adam. Yo. How do you know they're one shots? Do you know that like while you're watching something or do you research it afterwards? Both. I I can usually tell a one shot when I'm watching something. Daredevil had See, I I yeah. can't. And then I go and find out to make sure. Like With the me? Daredevil one, I knew it. Yeah, well, I was yeah, like, well, the yeah. prison, the prison scene. God, yeah. that was no, how no, long no. was that one? That was eleven minutes. That was a good one, but the first one minutes. was the first episode of the first season. It was the second episode. Of the was first the season. second episode? Yes, and I argued with my wife for probably fifteen minutes about that one. She didn't think it was oh. when they because that hallway is so small. Right. The camera has no choice but to move. Follow. And it's so dark that it looks like they could have cut. They could have, but met, they didn't. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't. Right. And I kept telling her, "No, they didn't." I'm telling you, they didn't. with with the prison scene. For me, when I when I notice a one take, is after it's been going on for quite a while, and I'll just mm-hmm. suddenly wake up and go, "They have not cut this away is, from this. This is not switched. This is a one take, and this is fantastic. Yes. And I love when it when it dawns on me like that because I can also tell when you're jumping every one second. Like uh, what was that show? Yeah. Like the the Amazing Race? Is that what it was? I don't. I never watched it. Joe, are you familiar with that? I didn't watch it. No, but it's a it's a reality, reality TV, TV show, right? Is jump cuts. It's, Nothing but jump cuts. That's, but yeah, I sat I mean, and watched. That's all reality TV. So I was in a room when someone else was watching it. I don't remember where. And I started watching it and I started counting out loud. One one thousand. One one thousand. One one thousand. Yeah. And it was changing yeah. that often. Yeah. And my brain was about to explode. I'm like, you cannot those, do this. Those shows are Who literally assembled to say whatever it is they want them to yes. say. Which is why I like the Mrs. reality show, because it's not like that at all. Really? No. Nice. It's very funny. And you could tell it's, they obviously come up with ideas what they're going to do, but their life is also just crazy. So it's just <laughs> it's, naturally it's funny, that, funny to watch. It's funny that you mentioned that, Dana, that reality TV shows are cut 
to show whatever they want to show. Yeah. I just finished last week. I listened to a six part podcast um, called Headlong Running from Cops. Hmm. And it's running from cops like capital C-O-P-S, the show. Yeah. And so what these guys, this group of guys took like 18 months and did like a deep dive, like investigating that show. Um, hey, I, I'm not going to say anything else than that. If you get an opportunity, I'll send you guys the link. If any of you are interested, just let me know that you are, and I'll send you the link. Huh. I will never, ever look at that show the same again. And like, if there's ever a public vote to get rid of it entirely, I will emphatically vote yes. Huh. <laughs> I, it's, I, I would have never thought that cops was It's fucking devious. Wow. That's most TV, unfortunately. If, when you look at, like, there's a behind the scenes of when they would shoot an episode of Grand Tour, and that's not what I would call reality TV, but parts of it are definitely scripted, yeah. but they edit it in such a way that it seems pretty much natural you can obviously tell in some some cases but what they well it's just like that those that guys, video i sent you guys where the guy said that it's what was it 200 and 230 yeah, hours of right, footage they have to get about. through for a, a, a 60 minute show these guys are driving all day every day to do this show and, and all right. these things and they're constantly wearing mics the mics are always on they have a, a recording and they they have to um um make a record they have to tra- transcribe. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> they have to transcribe every single thing that's said. Oh man! Because then they can edit it later. Yeah. Well, these reality shows they take all that same stuff and they can put things together. They can make people have arguments that they never even had on in in yep. real life. Yeah. I mean, which is maybe why we love Grand they can Tour create so much. Drama that way because they don't create drama. They right. just it's just them. They have a few bits well, here and there. Right. Yeah. And, and you know damn well, there's a safe somewhere, either in BBC headquarters or somebody's office somewhere, there's a safe that's under strong locking key of all the recordings and transcripts of shit that Clarkson has said that they hope never reaches the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Yep. They just burn it. <laughs> oh, so I did, uh, I did add uh, Flash of Genius. What's that? Oh, it's yeah. in my preview folder. Right the wipers. Now. Oh, nice. That's one we were talking about with the guy that uh, creates the intermittent windshield wipe. Yep. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. It's, it's a sad. fantastic movie. That's the one we were talking about last time when we were talking about founder. the founder. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you like the founder, you'll like this movie. Greg Kinnear does a fantastic job. It sadly yeah. is only in yeah. DVD format. So another it is stupid not documentary. Blu-ray quality. That's all right. And now for a very special Just Another Stupid Bucket. <laughs> huh? Okay, I'm gonna end this podcast. Alright. You are! Have... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch! A little rock sugar for you. Wow. Look them up, people. They're cool. Oh, yeah. Alright, bye. <laughs>